Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Suicide Watch Glory Hole Studios in Chicago. <laughs> this is, and hopefully the world will not evaporate when you hear this. I love that YouTube channel, by, <laughs> by the way. Suicide Watch, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. Cognitive dissonance. <laughs> uh, this is Alternative Facts. <laughs> we should rename the show. Oh, oh my God. Oh, uh, Every, Every episode, episode, we blast yay, anyone who gets in our yay. way. We bring uh, critical thinking, skepticism, and depression to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or, or makes, makes us sad. sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome app. Welcome back to now on sale. Uh, man, there is no noose yet. There, I know. Yet. Yeah. We're busily constructing a noose. It's going to be the greatest noose you've ever seen. <laughs> you won't believe how great this noose will be. I'm just calculating my drop height. That's all I've spent the first week. Four inches. <laughs> so dick size. I just reach terminal velocity at four, four inches. inches. <laughs> it's like at this weight, yeah. every drop yeah. is terminal. <laughs> I'm basically a walking life alert. <laughs> Yeah, when I fall, is the earth coming toward me or am, am I, I going to the earth? It? Yeah, don't know. Well, so this is a uh, is a very special final episode. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every episode is a yeah. legacy episode, yeah. you know? Like <laughs> <laughs> This is something the chimps are going to dig out of the earth after the nuclear winter. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Uh we're a weekend, buddy. A weekend. We are yeah. Is it a full week? Or is it yeah. six days? Uh, so it was Friday. It's more because it was Friday of the previous week. He was sworn in. Oh, we're nine days in? Yeah. And it's, it's the 29th. Sunday, it's the so, 29th. Yeah. We've made it nine days. Yeah. Fucking here we go, buddy. Yeah. We're nine days in. You know, we did a we did a, an episode. We talked about what uh, Trump was hoping to accomplish in his first 100 days. Yeah. He's 9% of the way in to his first 100 days. So we thought we would take this opportunity to... Talk about what he did during his yeah. first week. Let's let's talk about what he did for this first week. And and this is gonna be a little structured a little differently. We're not gonna be having a uh we're gonna have one story that sort of overarchs the whole thing mm-hmm. that we're gonna be playing playing audio for, and then we're gonna bring in some other articles here and there to sort of figure out sort of where this leads us. Because the article that we're gonna be listening to is something you found from Australian TV that lists all the things that he did over that first. Right. With, without any week. editorializing, and, it's just here is a list yeah, of things. This is the things he did. And right. so we're going to listen to that. He has been admittedly a busy bee. Yeah. I, I want to talk, though, first, um, because 
I think that there is, you know, there's clearly a segment of the population that didn't vote for him and doesn't please that what he's doing, right? There's of course, a segment right, of the population yeah. that doesn't. There's That's actually segment, most of the population. <laughs> yeah, it is. It it's turns numerically out. more turns than out. half. Yeah, right. Uh, there's also a group of people that voted for him that probably don't like what he's doing. Although I think that that number is probably relatively small. I don't think that there's a ton of people that voted for him that are. I know that there are people and there's anecdotal evidence to find it on the web where you'll find Trump regret regrets Trump. and yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm sure you'll find that. Right. But uh, but there is a bunch of people that aren't that are not upset at what he's doing. Sure. This um, is this is this is very, yeah. very Republican Party line. I feel like when I look at this, I recognize that that it's terrible. I think it's terrible for the country. I think it's a terrible way to look at the country. Um, and I think it's a terrible way to govern. But I also feel like um, that there are many people who disagree with that. And that's sort of that, 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 you know, and they went out and voted too. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we talked about this too, is that, you know, it's America first, but more importantly, it's first first. And what I mean by that is it's a, it's a very short sighted view of the world. Yeah. All of these, um, you know, you, 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 you said you used the term clear cutting. There is a sense that, um, you know, clear cutting is great if you don't care about a long term clear cutting would be an, an amazing strategy if, uh, you know, you needed a very short term solution. Right. Sure. A lot of these uh, decisions feel like extremely short term solutions. They don't have any long term vision to them. Right. So they're, they seem designed and much of the Republican platform seems designed to provide the maximum economic benefit to a certain group of people over a very short period of time. And Look I think the that, global warming stuff, for example, right. that's, and that, that, that's where I was going to go. So I think, you know, that's, that's part of the mindset is that um, on this side is that, okay, well, what benefits me today? What gives me the most much today rather than what is the best strategy for us generationally? Right. And I don't know that we get, I don't know how we bridge that gap. I don't know how that gap gets bridged because you're right. This is exactly what the Republicans have wanted for a long time, right? right yeah. What what Trump is, is the world's most horrifying genie, yeah. right? Yeah, the Republican exactly. yeah, Party, yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. came by and they rubbed that lamp yeah. and the fucking weirdest, lumpiest, yeah. orangest genie ever popped the, out. This is the best lamp, though. It's really gold. It's a great it's a lamp. Gold, you gold, wouldn't believe gold, how great. Gold lamp. I gilded yeah. my lamp. Yeah. But this is it. Like he's the fucking he's the and and it's also interesting to see what what is going to happen when this side of the aisle really gets to take all of their policies. Yeah. And run with them all. Yeah. And just go. And and yeah. this is and this is what it looks like. And to me, yeah. it looks like a series of racist, xenophobic, short term policies that are certain to doom us all in the long run. That's really what I see. Yeah. yeah. I'm not fucking around. That's really what I see. I don't see anything that has strength to it. Like this all feels like a position of weakness. So let's start playing this time. This is uh, the, the first thing we're going to play. Um, or this is the only thing we're going to play throughout. Um, this is uh, this is from a news program in Australia called The Project. Uh, we're going to just play this four minute clip and we're going to stop it as we work our way through. Yep. Now let's take a moment to reflect on the first week of the Trump presidency. We could do this by dissecting the things that he's done and have made headlines and then attempt to comprehend the ramifications. Or we could just list every single action that he's taken, because I think perhaps the enormity of that alone is quite remarkable. I, I, I want to pause there. I think that statement alone, yeah, like absolutely. I was a bit of editorializing yeah. in there. Right. But let's let's be honest, like when when. 
when the criticism, because this is a criticism, let's not pretend it's otherwise, right? This is a slant. Absolutely. I'm coming to this from a slant. Yeah, no, so, the, so is Australia. I mean, right? Clearly Australia yeah. has a, or this right. particular TV show has a, has a slant. But sometimes when all you have to do to criticize an idea is to say it out loud. Right wing watch. Right wing watch is a right. perfect example right. of that, right? We do it every week on yep. this show. We find one or two clips of somebody saying something that you just cannot believe that they said. Yeah. And you just play it. Yeah. And then you make fun of it. And what they're going to do is they're going to say all the stuff that he did. And they're not going to do anything else. They're, right. not, they're literally just going to list the things he did. And that's that. Yeah. And when you are, when you, when the shit you have yeah. done is so yeah. unabashedly awful yeah. that all we have to do is say it. Yeah. Maybe you should have done different shit. Right? It's, we're, we're looking through his browser history. Right? Nah, right? <laughs> but I mean, you look through my browser history and be like, Tom, I'd be like, hey, come on. <laughs> like you never, <laughs> eh, or wanted to, eh, the internet. Uh, All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> In his first week as president, Donald Trump signed his first executive order starting the rollback of Obamacare. Well, there we go. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about let's the rollback of Obamacare. Um, they rolled it out. Uh, now, the, the bill itself uh, went through tons of changes initially. It was going to be very different. It had to get changed by the people in office for it to get passed, right? So there was things that were taken out of it just so it could get passed. And, um, and it had a name on it, Obamacare, right? Obamacare was attached to it. Affordable Care Act. But right. Obamacare was attached to and it. And it. it was attached to it right. as a derogative. As a derogative. As exactly. a derogative. Just yeah. like, yeah. So, right. so they want, and, and, and President Trump was recently quoted. It's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Trump had said, uh, said that he wanted the bill, the, the new health care plan. Yes. To be less expensive, choose any doctor, cover more, and everyone will get it. And here's what, we had a conversation a little bit about this last night. And I just want to briefly summarize mm-hmm. Both of us high five if you can. Yeah. Do like, I don't care whose name is on it. If they call it Trump Care Forever, I want people to be taken care of. That's that's exactly. the ultimate goal. Whether or not my side won, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I genuinely feel like if Trump comes in and does this, that's I'm not going to criticize his plan if it doesn't deserve if it's the same thing. It's just better than what Obama put forth. If it's better than the Affordable Care Act. Does more, she, you know, less expensive, et cetera. Great. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I want a great president. Yes. Let's let's be really clear. Yeah. I just, I don't think Trump is, yeah. and I don't think that he will be. That's why I'm worried. It's not that I want Trump to lose. He won the thing, yeah. right? He got the big prize. So he's got the big prize. I really, really would love it if he did wonderful, amazing things. And then, you know, all this great shit happened. I just, when I look at his set of plans... The concern I have with Obamacare uh, is that he said, here's what I want to have happen. I want to repeal what we have in place. Yeah. And then there's kind of this long pregnant pause. And then it's like, we'll put something better. It'll be so better. You won't believe how better. And that's it. There's nothing substantive to replace it with. Hey, if baby, he, you blow me now. I'll get you later. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean, like, yeah. like, I mean, really, the concern I have is, is okay, fine. If we're going to repeal Obamacare and we're going to put it, put something else in place, I want to know what it is. Yeah, you know, twenty million people rely on the Affordable Care Act to have uh, access to insurance, 
you know, the Affordable Care Act for all of its flaws. And there are flaws with it. I don't think it's big enough. I don't think it goes far enough. There's There are real flaws with it. My thought on the flaws of that may differ from the rights flaws on that. But nobody's going to deny that 20 million people are relying upon this yeah. right now, right? Yeah. You cannot take 20 million people and just say, well, you don't have access to health care when your current insurance plan is up for renewal, right? Yeah. And, and you know, people with pre-existing conditions and a bunch of the other things that, generally speaking, the American public agrees are a good thing. You yeah. know, when they list out what the ACA actually does and then they don't put a name on it, most people are generally in favor of the sure. principles of the Absolutely. ACA, right? Yeah. But if, like, to your point, if we're going to do something that's better and cheaper, then fucking let's do it better and cheaper. Yeah, call but, whatever you want. Yeah, I, I don't care. Yeah. We call the Tom is a shithead plan. I'd be like, I'm signing up for it. Yeah, it sounds I love amazing. that plan. It sounds amazing. Right? It's everybody's plan already, but, but it sounds amazing. It, I, everybody's view already. Yeah. So uh, I, I recognize... I recognize that there's also some real problems with what happened. I mean, you pull away the ACA, like you said, there's a problem with possibility of people losing coverage. Um, it can be really devastating. And there was a Washington Post article that talked about how behind closed doors, Republican lawmakers fret about how to repeal Obamacare. There's an, a 90 minute bit of audio that's attached to this where they they start listing and talking about, well, what are we going to do? And, you know, they, I, I got to hand it to them. Some of the things they say are really great. You know, we want a long-term solution that lowers costs. That sounds great. That sounds really great. Less taxes, more, a long-term solution. That might be great. Is it less coverage? Because that's not so great, right? Is it less choices? You know, that's not so great. Is pre-existing involved? That's not so great. Just lowering costs, just being cost-minded might not be so great for people. Yeah, but you know, I, I I read the same thing and I thought that's great. This is a, this is your list of this is your fucking wish list. Yeah, it's amazing, great fucking wish list. I don't care what's your plan. Yeah, don't come to me with this fucking wish list yeah. pie in the sky bullshit. You're the ones who have to do the work. What you should do, you had seven years. They fucking bitched and passed fucking act after act, repeal, 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 repeal. They fucking kept hitting that fucking repeal button for seven fucking years. They've had time to come up with something better. Now they've got their guy. They're ready to pull the carpet out from underneath 20 million people. And what do they have? They, they have a it. fucking wish list. What they have is a closed door meeting to talk about what they want to do. Right. You didn't, you could, you didn't, you didn't think to plan that. This isn't a, you're you didn't gonna, think to plan that seven years ago. Right. Oh, the house is on fire. What do we do to put it out? Oh no, let's have a committee. Yeah. You don't even have a bucket brigade, you stupid motherfuckers. Yeah. He took control of the nuclear codes and declared January 20, his inauguration day, the national day of patriotic devotion. So we read a little bit about this natural national day of patriotic devotion. I don't like a couple things with it. Yeah. One is there's specific references to God, which is weird the definite allegiance to our country, which feels weird, right? That's like a pressured allegiance to our country in a lot of ways. Presidents do this thing all the time. National day of this, national day of my nuts, national day of fucking, you know, whatever. Yeah, right. Uh, big titties, whatever it is. When is that thing? Uh, every day. Every day <laughs> but uh, I declare this the national day of tickle bitties. <laughs> really? Really? Oh man, I make the best so president. <laughs> I make the best president. We're the worst president. But I'm all of a sudden, your healthcare yeah. plan includes implants. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's one of those things that uh, that with other stuff, with mm -hmm. the other things that are happening, with misinformation, all that stuff, the National Day 
seems a little weird and creepy. And I don't like the devotion in there because devotion can have different connotations, right? Devotion in a religious sense means something as well. Yeah. I don't, here's the thing is I, I actually don't really think that patriotism is generally like patriotism has this sort of blind follow feel to it. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And, and I don't, I'm uncomfortable with yeah. nationalism and patriotism. I'm, I'm not sure that these are virtues. I'm really not convinced that these yeah. things are, are necessarily virtues. I'm not convinced that they're not either. I could, I could have that conversation and be, and I'd be willing to have it. But this idea that we're going to have a national day of, you know, being totes proud we're American, but yeah. just so long as we're the right kind and color of American, because that's really what's behind this. His White House spokesman lied in his first press briefing. <laughs> well, the first and, one. And, and, and that is not editorializing. No. That is not an editorial saying the White House press, press secretary lied during his first press briefing. That is a fact. That is, is it an alternative a, fact? That is, or an, a, that is fucking, a, that is 100% true. That there's no way to get around that. I don't care what side of the fence you're on. Your guy lied in his first press briefing in a demonstrable way, in a way that you can easily look Fact for check. evidence yeah. in. He lied. Yeah, the 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 facts are are pretty simple, right? Like it's it, and it's a it's a meaningless thing to lie about, right? What worries me is two things about this, right? Is he lied about something meaningless, which means he's willing to lie to me about the things that Absolutely. mean more, right? Absolutely. And the 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 and I don't know the operation of his mind, but I can only imagine that that's an ego related lie. Yeah. Right. I don't know for sure. It's either ego related or it's or it's you know fucking twist your handlebar mustache lie. Right. There's no. It didn't come. There's no way it came from a good place because it's meaningless. Yeah. Right. It didn't solve a problem. And what what the lie was was around how many people attended the inauguration. Right. Yeah. So. And then to do it on your very first go, yeah. your very first go, yeah. like, like you don't fuck in the ass on the first date, right? It's just like, that's a third, fourth date sort of a thing. Yeah. Topsies. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't. <laughs> By saying the inauguration sizes were the biggest in history and a senior Trump advisor defended the lies, saying they were alternative facts. So again, cleaning up after somebody by saying they're alternative facts, that's making it seem like there's a narrative outside of what the actual reality is is dictating to us right what what reality shows us is not always true yeah well it's like remember when we had a, a few weeks ago we had the oldest woman in the entire world um with a throat note or something oh, she yeah, interviewed yeah 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 she interviewed somebody who was like yeah well the truth doesn't matter anymore yeah. you know well the truth doesn't matter the if is, there's an alternative yeah, fact the problem is is that there's no such thing as facts right yeah and so here we go you know, we are, but now we're at the point where we're saying it out loud. We're like, and, and that bothers me too, because, you know, I, I say this at work all the time, like lie to me in a way that I can believe it, right? Yeah. At least have the courtesy. If you're going to lie to me, lie to me in a way that I can believe it. Here we are, we're coming out and saying, well, I'm going to lie to you. And then I'm just going to tell you that your facts and my facts, the way that we differentiate between them is which ones we like better, yeah. which ones make us feel the way we want to feel, Right. My facts are true because my because they coincide with my opinion. Yeah. Holy shit, we're saying this out loud at this point. These aren't things we say out loud. These aren't things that what, what this means is that transparency doesn't matter. Transparency is necessary for the functioning of a democracy. Well, the the Republicans for the last many, many years have been discrediting the media. Every step they could do it, right? True. And right. now they've made this bed. 
this is their bed. They've 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 primed this over and over and over again. The media is left biased. The media is the media is all uh, it's controlled by liberals. It's controlled by George Soros. It's you know yeah, it's all God. these other things like all these things that they've said over and over again. And you know facts finding things out isn't hard, right? It's not hard. S- looking at a couple of different sources to find out if you're if what you're found out from one source is true is not hard. It's not a difficult thing to do. The problem is is that is that they have they have made it so that you won't trust any source at all anymore. And so now they don't ha- they they can say whatever they want to the American people and blatantly lie to them and then say don't trust the paper. We've told you for 8 years, 10 years, 12 years, 16 years, don't trust the yeah, media. Right. Don't trust the media on what they're going to say. You guys created this monster. You created this anti-media monster for years. Glenn Beck's a huge contributor to this. He recognizes it now. And he regrets it now. And he regrets the fuck out of it now. Yeah, yeah. But Glenn Beck is a huge contributor to this. Absolutely. Um, Rush Limbaugh, huge guy. I don't know if Rush Limbaugh cares. Huge contributor to this. These these right-wing pundits have been saying this for a decade plus. I remember when I was in... I was just out of high school. This is the early '90s, and I was listening to Rush Limbaugh, and he he blasted the liberal media, the liberal media, the liberal. You hear it all the time. Right. We heard it even as crazily. We heard it even as Fox News overtook all other news sources as the number one media outlet. You know, during the during the late '90s and early 2000s. Yeah, we still heard this idea that mainstream media. There's nothing more mainstream than whatever's number one. And whatever was number one was Fox News. And Fox News is the is crazily right. And like I'm looking back at a world where I'm like, man, do you remember when all we had to do was worry about Walmart and Fox News? That was a simpler time. Yeah, it certainly was. That was a simpler time. Now we have, uh, I believe it was Bannon who came out and said, you know, ignore the media. He called the media the opposition party this yeah, week. Absolutely. He called the media the fourth estate, the watchdog of democracy, the opposition party. Think yeah. about what that means. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean anything good. Yeah. I don't know how you defend that as a Trump supporter. I don't know how you look at that as somebody who's a Trump supporter and say, no, that's a good thing. That's no, I'm happy that he fact. did that. Yeah. This is scary. The yeah. idea that the media think about what think about because now, you know, we have to we have to recognize that media means something more than TV. Right. Sure. Media, we're media. Yeah. You know, we're media. Don't trust us. Yeah. We're media. Yeah. Newspapers, <laughs> who reads those? That's media, right? Yeah. Periodicals, you know, but media encompasses all these new media sources as well now, right? Yeah, traditional and, and new. And, and, and new. And so um, this idea, though, that media as a whole, as a concept, is in opposition to authority. Yeah. And, and so authority should win out. Mm-hmm. That's a terrifying, that is, and I don't want to use this term, but I'm going to use this term, that is a fascist concept. It is, It is an actually fascist absolutely. concept. Yeah, it's on page two. <laughs> it's scary. Right that after, shit is unnerving. Right after get elected. Oh, God. I just, <laughs> I just... He ordered the National Park Service off Twitter after retweeting images comparing Obama's and Trump's inauguration crowds. Eh, I, you and yeah, I fought about, about this, this earlier. Yeah. We fought about this earlier. Tom comes down on the side of don't silence you know, the national parks, I come on the side of why did you retweet it? So there's a, we, Tom and I fought a little bit about this earlier before we recorded. Um, I feel like, you know, the national, I mean, we talked about this the national yeah. park service should be sending me polar bears on my Twitter. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like I, I, 
I, here's a picture I, of a tree. I yeah. can't editorialize at work. I can't editorialize on the things that I put on social media at work. I, I, I don't expect that they should be able to editorialize either. You have a different view because you, you, and rightly so, you were talking about how it's different when it's a private company because this is the people. This is the people. We all get to decide this. So if they, you know, have a different, you know, if they want to post this, that's a different thing than if it was a business posting this. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my business gets to tell me dictatorially and uh, from an authoritarian way, they get to tell me what to do, when to do, how to do it. And if I don't like it, I just get to go find another job yeah. or whatever. I can't go find another citizenship. That's right. Yeah. You know? And it's so I feel like yeah. there's a difference there. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why the forestry service is tweeting out political shit. I'm not sure that that's necessarily appropriate to their mission. I think yeah. it's off mission for yeah. sure. Yeah. Right. I agree with that. Like, why are you behaving off mission? I think it would be reasonable to reprimand them and say, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. stay on mission. You're the fucking forestry service. Sure. But I, I get real nervous anytime there is a top-down control of, of who's allowed to say what. I, yeah. I just, that makes me real yeah. nervous because it's not the first or last sure. instance. We'll it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pushback between both of us. We, we, yeah. we, we disagree on this. This yeah. is something that we generally disagree on. Trump planted staffers to cheer and applaud at a speech he gave to the CIA. Did the CIA find that out? Is, Did, it, is that like what they uncovered during the meeting? They're like, wait a minute. You're going to trick the spies. <laughs> One of them picked his shoe off his, <laughs> and he called Max Smart. <laughs> There's people that are infiltrating that are in our, in our meeting right now. And they're not us. I feel they're, 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 they're not the president. They're, they're not spies they're, like they're us. People. <laughs> I see dead people. <laughs> You're going to do this to the CIA of all people? Yeah. Well, I believe, you know, they're probably pretty credulous. Yeah, it's yeah. the CIA. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Yeah, the, oh, the spies will never find out we're lying. <laughs> they're spies. You know what they did is that all of them dressed in white. And those, <laughs> those other ones were dressed in black. black. Yeah, yeah. The big nose. And right. The, yeah. He bypassed anti-nepotism laws to hire his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, as a senior White House advisor. His son-in-law looks like he's 11. Yeah. His son-in-law looks like he fucking, he's got three pubic hairs and he's proud of them all and named them. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ivanka. <laughs> I, I, you know, uh, this is this is going to be a ongoing thing throughout his whole presidency. It's not just nepotism; it's business deals. Yeah, and uh, and we'll talk a little bit about the business deals later. But you know, this in particular, what does this guy have that you know he was going to get the best guys? I got the best brains. I got the best guys. Trump supporters. Is this the best fucking guy? Is this your guy? Is this the guy you're like, oh, yeah. It just so happens what that, a coincidence. The, the, that the guy who was hired for the fucking the, the, the job of being American, uh, the president of the United States, happens to have <laughs> in, in his, his family. immediate family <laughs> this guy. What? <laughs> okay. When you say it like that, it sounds like exactly what it is. Give me a break. It sounds like exactly what it is. It's, you fucking it's, liar. Yeah. You fucking yeah. liar. Call your guy out, man. Like you fucking, all you fucking jack off Trump supporters that listen and get super butthurt and leave us shitty messages because you can't stand that someone makes fun of your tiny fingered vulgarian. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. How the fuck do you explain this other than nepotism? Tell me, I'm dying to know what's on his resume. What the fuck could possibly be there that over that 
makes him so qualified? What is it? It's it's the it, there has to be something too that makes him more qualified than anybody else. Exactly. Because you have to overcome the nepotism bias, right? Yeah. He's got a nepotism bias. You have to look at him and be like, he's the only guy who can make a spaceship with his mind, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, what can he do? What can well, he do? Exactly. Like he's gotta, he's yeah. gotta, he's gotta have fucking magic fix-it powers. Yeah. He comes in, he's got the job, he does the best job. You know how he does it? Magic. Yeah. Fuck that. That's it's a it's a load of shit. Right. All it is is nepotism. And if you're gonna defend that, you're a fucking hypocrite because he came in saying it's gonna change. It's gonna change. Well, you got your you you know you your fucking you know your balls all up in a wrap the last time when there was problems with emails and there was yeah, problems right, with right. you know donations that that led to people in, a, in ambassadorships. I agree with you, right? That's a shitty thing to do. Like the more money you pay, the better off you are, the better chance you have of getting a government job. Fuck that. Right. That's bullshit. I fucking am right there with you. But what the fuck is this then? You cannot weed out incestuous relationships yeah. when you fuck your family. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Speaking from when experience. You got, when you got your dick and your sister, you can't look around and be yeah. like, well, uh, high ground? <laughs> Moral high ground? Really? She had a sweet ass. <laughs> his office confirmed that he would never release his tax records. Well, there you he was, go. I'm gonna. I'm probably not gonna. No, I mean, he came right out and said yeah. he was going to. Yeah, he did. Like he came out during the thing. He's like, I will. I'm being audited. I will. I'll do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And he's never going to do he's it. He's never going to do it. He's never going to do it now. And he's not going to do it because nobody cares. That's well, why he's not going to do it. I care. No, but that's what he said yeah. in the press oh, right. conference. Yeah. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's bullshit. They did a, a poll and they had a bunch of petitions signed. People care. People yeah. want to know. I right. want to know. I want to know what he's connected to in some ways. Yeah, I, I I think I think it's important that we know. And I and the other part of it is just the fucking principle of the thing. It's part of it's just the principle of the thing for me. Don't say you're gonna do it, then you're not gonna do it. Then you're gonna do it after the uh, you're gonna do it, but then you're gonna but then okay, pause, and then I'm gonna wait for the audit yeah. to be over, and then I'm just never gonna do it at all. Yeah. I mean, fucking, what are you, because why aren't you doing it? People, if there's nothing there, if there's really nothing there, then just fucking release them and call that shit a night. Well, I think that, I think that, you know, like all the people too, that wanted to look behind the wall of, you know, I want to look behind the wall of these emails that these people, these private emails, all these people have. I want to look behind the wall. I want to see what, what are they talking about? What are they doing behind here? But when it comes to your guy, you're fucking, you don't care. You're like, oh, well, I don't want to look at what he's doing with his actual money. Like where it actually matters, right? Not whether or not fucking so-and-so's coming to dinner, but fucking, you know, how he's spending his money, how he's structuring his investments. Where his money comes where from. Where his money comes from. Whether or not he's tied to certain places in the world. And you and you care about whether or not fucking John Podesta is going to have fucking filet mignon or a pork chop for dinner. Fuck off. You know, all that bullshit, all that digging through there, trying to find something, trying to find something. I got to find something to fucking pin on these people. And then this guy comes out and blatantly slaps you in the face with his cock and you don't care. Fuck off again. Hypocrites. You're fucking hypocrites. And it's pathetic. President Trump withdrew America from the TPP, a multinational economic deal that's been seven years in the making. Yeah, that was never going. anywhere. Yeah, that, no that was surprise. Never, that was never going anywhere. He was don't, never going to yeah. do it. He was not. I don't. Again, the trade deal stuff, while I can criticize him, certainly I'm going to criticize him later on one of the, one of the things that he does for economic deals. This is one of those things that nobody expected was going to blast. Yeah, and, and whether or not I like TPP or don't like TPP, this is just, this is a standard Republican piece that yeah. is totally unsurprising. Anybody 
that was in this position from the right was going to do this, Absolutely. right? So let's, th yeah. this is a fucking moveon.org moment. Yeah. It's alleged the president allowed his businesses to take money alleged. from foreign governments, which this week saw him face a new lawsuit for breaching the constitution. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned about alleged until it comes yeah, out. Like again, right. it's just like the reports of a someone, like, like they were talking about the reports, uh, a report came out about a dossier that had links to people who got kickbacks based on whether or not those sanctions disappeared from, uh, for drilling in Russia. Right. 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 When those go away, you'll get an increase mm -hmm. of blah, blah, blah. There's no proof. Bring us Bring, the evidence. When I have the evidence right. in front of me and right. I can see it, I'll believe it. Yeah. Until then, it's just a report of a dossier that somebody has that's stuffed up their anus that they had to travel sure. across fucking different lines. I don't care. Doesn't like, matter. Just like, like with this, it's like, yeah, it's something to be concerned about. It's something to think about and be like, you know, maybe it might color some of the other stuff that I think about when it comes to Trump, but it's certainly not anything I'm going to, you know, spend a lot of time yeah, on. Yeah, allegations are worth noting, yeah, right? Exactly. Allegations are worth noting, but you have to wait and yeah. you have to say, okay, where's the evidence? Yeah. The president repeated the claims that the election suffered from mass voter fraud, confirming that he would launch an investigation and claiming that three to five million votes were illegitimate. Specifically, he raised concerns about people being registered to vote in two different states. So um, three to five. I didn't hear the. the yeah, it's, the, it's three to three five. To five. I'd always heard it was three. Yeah, it's three to five now. It's a big number. And they had a guy on CNN. Uh, that was interviewed that is supposedly in the the front runner. It's one of the things he tweeted out. So he tweeted out this app. He said, look forward to seeing the final revolts, re results of vote stand. Greg Phillips and crew said they said that at least 3 million votes were illegal. We must do better. And um, there's a, there's a video of him being interviewed and he just gets this guy on, on CNN is like, well, where's your proof? And he's like, well, I, 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 we're, we're getting it. We're, we're sort of getting it ready. We're getting it ready right now. And he's like, okay, well, if you don't have proof, then how do you know the number? He's like, oh, you can start with the conclusion and then gather no. your proof. Back. Yeah, absolutely. What? He says, I mean, he, he fucking intelligent designs this interview. He says you start with the, the yeah, you start yeah, with the conclusion absolutely. and back your way into the, absolutely. into the. You can't say, I know this is true. Let's have them prove it. We're doing it. This is on you. We're doing it as fast you, as we can. Right, but you already said you had the answer. You we understand do. what I'm saying? We do. But you understand that logically that doesn't go together. If I know the answer to something, it's because I've concluded my process of analysis, not because I'm in the middle of it. Not necessarily. You, 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 can, you can reach a conclusion and then still verify. You can still go back you and, and, you know that you're and check. Right. That's not when you're talking about numerical quantifiable things. Yeah. That's not how that works at all. You don't reach a conclusion. Yeah, yeah, you should reach a conclusion based on a set of evidence yeah. so the evidence the evidence leads you to the conclusion then you check your evidence right then you check your conclusion yeah you check your math but you don't say well i reached it but i don't know if it's right but i fucking made it public he's conflating i think projections with what actually is right so his, I, he is in a corner don't yeah. you think this is a guy who probably has he's found himself backed into a fucking scary corner right now that he has no I would be shitting my fucking pants if I were this guy, right? Well, I don't think it matters. I mean, to be honest, this guy, nothing's going to happen to him. What yeah, I happens, guess. What happens Because right, we live in a, a world where being discredited doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know what? I'm, you, fuck me, right? You're right. There we go. I, I know it's a sad world we I, live in, but the moment this guy doesn't come up with the numbers in two months, which is what he's asking for, he's thinking like, they're saying like, what, like May or March? He's like, yeah, sometime around there, I'll have I'll have solid numbers. Yeah. He doesn't have them yet. When nobody cares anymore. Yeah. Well, he's not going to- When the issue drops. It, it's not going to- The thing is, is like, everybody's just going to remember this particular thing, and they're never going to remember the correction when he's like, oh, actually- 
We found out this. Now, again, other people are finding, you know, there's other findings. There's other other ways in which people say that illegal immigrants voted. Um, it's not as widespread as they say. If it If it's happening, it's not as widespread as they say. So... Uh, so, and again, it's, it's one of those things like, like there's many, many, many ways in which to tell if this is true. They did it in Michigan. One of the things they said in Michigan, they were like, well, there's no widespread, uh, voter fraud. So there's no reason to do the recount. That's why they, that's how they filed against Jill Stein. Right. And then they do the recount and they found, you know, a couple votes here and there. They were basically error of, you know, it's the yeah. error bar, yeah, right? right? It's, it's like, you know, they, they find it's it part of the statistical, yeah, exactly, yeah, statistical yeah, right. error. Uh-huh. And that's it. It's just like statistical errors. You work your way through the whole state and you're like, well, if it's just statistical error throughout the whole thing, how are you coming up with this? Unless you're lying about it. I mean, the places that they're going to, to find this information, to talk about this information, the places that George Mason University have been debunked. It's not a thing. It's, It's based off bad and faulty data. And so where is this coming from? And it's coming from the only place I can think it's coming from is Trump's giant fucking ego and his tiny, tiny hands. Right. Yeah. Well, wait, this is this is an astonishing because you corrected me and you were right to correct me. It, you know, I was I was like, oh, man, when he gets called out for for inaccuracy. But the, the point here, the, the overall point is that accuracy no longer matters. Doesn't matter. Is that where we get information is meaningless. Right. What we're we're just we're just now in this new space where what we want to be true, we just decide it's yeah. true. We just we just decide that what we want to be true is true, and then we, we 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 it doesn't matter if it actually happened or if it didn't happen or who said it or whether they vetted the information. None of that means anything. None of that means anything anymore. And and he'll get called out on this, and nobody will care, and people will still believe it, yeah. even though there will be no evidence because there's there's no evidence now. Yeah. If there's no evidence now, we don't wait for the evidence for the thing we asserted to be true. Yeah. That's not how this, that, the fucking directionality is all off. It's not that no one cares. It's that no one in power cares yeah. and no one on the other side that we would like to convince that this is a bad thing cares, right? Because I think our side does value evidence. I think our side does value accuracy. I think our side... You know, when I t- I mean, I'm talking about skeptics here, that's yeah, that's as far as this reaches. That's as far as this reaches, right? I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about anything else, right? No, I'm right there with so, you. So, I I care about it. All right, I'm, bring bring us back to a, a a place that we were a year ago. I think about a year ago with a Andrew Torres David Smalley fight on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We cared about how that turned out. Yes, David Smalley and Andrew both cared. Right. About how they, how they, uh, looked at the world, how they were, you know, interpreting the world. Right? right? They right. both cared about that. Yes, being accurate mattered to both of them. Right? Right? It mattered so much it bubbled up into a huge shitty argument online. It bubbled off into two other podcasts, right? Yeah, I know. It right? turned into a whole fucking thing because people were worried about accuracy. That's what we do, right? We worry about accuracy. And I wonder if our niche is a terrifyingly small niche of the country Stop. No. that that nobody cares. That, you know, there's a there's a couple million of us, and then the rest of the people are like, yeah, I don't really care. What did I see? I don't really care. I don't care whether or not it's true. 
Yeah, I, I want to feel like it's true. I think I don't want you to be right. I think you're right. I don't want you to be right. Can I would really like it if you were wrong, but you're right. I think you're a hundred percent right, man. I think yeah. that there's, you know, there is this, um, you know, start at the conclusion and work your way back mentality that, then that's where we fucking are. Yeah. And there's and a science community that that is against that. But you know, but, here, here's what else has happened. I think for a long time, people were embarrassed to be there. I right? think so too. I think that there was yeah. like a, was a sort of a recognition that this was a weird space to occupy yeah. and that maybe you had to, you know, work your way around. Ken Ham's a great example. That guy can work his way sideways all day long. So he doesn't seem to himself, at least everybody else is transparent, but to him, it doesn't seem like he's starting with his conclusion, right? Yeah. He, he, he will tell you all day. He's starting from the evidence and arriving at the conclusion. We know he's not, but he only does that because he tacitly understands that arriving at the conclusion first and then finding the evidence is wrong, that it is, that it is a backward way of thinking, that it's intellectually dishonest. We've moved away from that, though. Yeah. We've moved into a new space where arriving at the conclusion is more important than how you got there or what facts led you there. Yeah. The path, the journey, the process means nothing anymore. Yeah. It means nothing. It's what side are you on? What conclusion are you on? Where's your line? Okay, great. There you are. And where's my line? Okay, great. Here's my line. And that's what matters now. And while there is no evidence to suggest that voter fraud exists in the millions, this week it was revealed his White House spokesman, whom I mentioned earlier, is registered to vote in two states, as is the son-in-law that I mentioned. It was also revealed this week his youngest daughter, Tiffany, his White House strategist, Stephen Bannon, and his Treasury Secretary, Stephen Mnuchin, are all also registered to vote in two states. And he reinstated a global gag rule which cuts all US funding from international NGOs that offer and counsel women on abortion. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is the Republicans don't ever want to be responsible for abortion, but Republicans don't ever want to be responsible for young people. Yeah. Well, you know right. I mean? This is, yeah. you know, you had a you had a good point when we were talking earlier, a point I hadn't considered, which you know, I think this 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 idea, this uh, anti-abortion idea, I think I think that there is a correlation, or there may be at least a correlation, between this and the idea that you know, look, if we can, if more women are pregnant, that's less women out working. Yep. And it's if more weird, women are yeah. pregnant, that's less competition for my job as a man. Yeah. And if that's true, and I hadn't considered that until you brought it up today. Sorry. That's a nauseatingly. That's so that's so nauseatingly sexist and misogynist. Uh, like is that's a that's mis- a world I don't want to live more in. More misogynist than grabbing her by the pussy or no? Which is Well, that's step well, that's the foreplay to get her pregnant. <laughs> well, and admittedly, when you gotta get the abortion, you do have to grab her by the you pussy. Know, it's just, <laughs> well, you grab up and then keep going. <laughs> yeah, you just uh, yeah. <laughs> I got it. I it's yeah. like the claw game. <laughs> <laughs> I put like four dollars and quarters in this thing. <laughs> right in the slot. <laughs> the next day, his party passed a bill that permanently bans American women from using federal funds or private health insurance towards abortion services. So, um, so in that, what he said was not only federal funding going to abortions, but also uh, would allow private insurance to not cover. Abortion, abortion services as well. And I'm going to read a, an art, a piece of an article from a slate uh, article that came out about this. That's House Republicans permanent ban on federal abortion funding would affect private insurance, too. It says this would encourage insurers to drop abortion coverage from their policies because there's no incentive to offer a plan that so many people could not or would not buy. 
Uh, it would completely ban the sale of multi-state plans that cover abortion on ACA exchanges. It would also take the, the, the small business tax credit away from employers that offer employer employees insurance for abortion, giving businesses reason to exclude one specific constitutionally protected health procedure from their available insurance plans. So it's not just that the government is defunding it, right? right. We've got to look at this in a bigger picture. Because the government was never really funding abortions anyway. It doesn't even matter, right? right? Now they're saying even your private insurance can't do this. And or you know, at least they're putting conditions in place that will disincentivize right, exactly. yeah, like, private insurance. I just I don't, you, I don't thank uh, you for yeah. rec- for clarifying. That is that is exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And so and so that's that's scary, right? They're doing things that are in the government to try to fiddle with all of our private insurance, right? right. Now there's going to be people who who still have it through private insurance that work at very progressive places that value that for their people that work for them. There's going to be a lot of places that are like, great. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the other, because the, the what other, happens with your vagina and your uterus should somehow is somehow something I can govern as a person who pays you weekly. Well, it's, you know, this is, this is a, this is a, there's a lot of problems here, right? One of the major problems is, I mean, this is the, what, what this does also is highlight the deficiencies of an insurance-based medicine system. That is problematic. Insurance as a workplace benefit to pay for health coverage is a shit way to pay for health coverage. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is a shitty, garbage way to pay for health coverage. Yeah. It's a we trash need to service. Abandon yeah. it. It's awful. It's terrible. Yeah. It, the, the history, it's just, it's a fucking shitty way to yeah. do it. But, you know, we're getting to a point where, you know, okay, fine. If we can't overturn Roe v. Wade, if we're not there yet, if we haven't done that, what we're going to do is we're going to create a set of conditions, economic conditions, that make getting an abortion so egregiously difficult that soon, you know, it's going to be like, yeah, you can get an abortion. You just have to fly up to the fucking International Space Station. Exactly. It, yeah. Right? And and the fucking, only, yeah. The only way we can do it is with robots in space. Right. That's yeah. the only way we I'm can do it. I'm not saying it's not illegal. Yeah. I'm just saying that you have to have sure. an abortion. Yeah. On the fucking International Space Station. Yeah. What do you? Why are you fucking women bitching? You've yeah. always had equal rights. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. If you want an abortion, who's stopping you? They're on the space station, you ungrateful cunt. Yeah. And it's like, we're you gotta, there. You gotta like, run we're getting across, there. You got to run across the country like Forrest Gump right? to get it. You'd be like, well, I live. Sorry, I live in some fucking like, a trash state like fucking Mobile, fucking Alabama or whatever. Jesus, don't even talk like that. I got a barefoot walk to the next place. <laughs> and then, you know, the next place right. that you can get an abortion happens to be Oregon. Yeah, exactly. You know? Right. You got to fucking you get you die of dysentery on the exactly. way there. Right. You got to afford a, a whole, river. Whole stagecoach of people dead. You got to eat them in the past. Ridiculous. <laughs> It takes so long, you birth like three babies on the way to get a fucking abortion. And then when you get there, you're just like, well, can we uh, can we late term these ones? <laughs> actually, I only have two left. I ate one in the past. That one's that one's actually pretty sturdy. So you'll need a you'll need a I had a kid's a meal. <laughs> What's the dipping sauce? <laughs> Tears. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, did you want a goat or a placenta? Which <laughs> you, you get a toy if it's a boy or girl in a happy meal? <laughs> 
Are you, are you aborting, yeah. a, aborting no. a boy or a girl? Yeah, it, here's the thing. In the Happy Meal, in the Happy Meal, it's either it's either a smallpox blue blanket or a smallpox pink blanket. Those are your two options. We're the worst people. <laughs> Oh, oh God. God, you're awful. Uh, he vowed to cut funding to violence against women's programs as well as national arts and humanities, legal services, minority business development programs, public broadcasting, and the Office of Energy Efficiency and Renewable Energy. Cutting funding to violence against women's programs? That is de facto promoting violence against women. Sure, absolutely. I mean, it's how is that not? Cutting cutting funding for the arts is promoting not the not arts. The arts, right? right? It's it's disincentivizing the arts, right? And, and this is and this is digging for pennies in your couch. It, it, thank you. It means it nothing. Pathetic amount of money. Yeah, it's a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of money compared to, to what we spend in other areas. They don't make meaningful cuts in any other area, like the military, you know, or in. I mean, there's other areas you can make meaningful cuts. Let's let's be real yeah. honest. There's plenty of other areas you can make meaningful cuts, but people talk about this as a way to cut the budget. They talk about him not taking a salary as some big fucking. Who cares, dude? It means that's nothing. a tiny amount of money for somebody like that, and it's a tiny amount of money for the United States to pay. Yeah, it's not that much money. No. Nope. So the very this this whole idea is just it's. You can't see the forest for the trees here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they it's don't, myopic. they don't yeah. understand. They don't get it. They think any cut is a good cut. And you're like, no, there's plenty of good money going out into the world that we need to keep funding to try to make sure that good things happen. That so that we are a nation that can be revered, that can be looked up to, that is doing good in the world. He's running us like a business, right? And the business now just got rid of R and D. And they're like, no, we're just making the widget. You yeah, know what I mean? Right, like there's yeah. nothing, there's nothing there to help us go forward. It's like yeah. you said earlier, when you when you were talking earlier about how they have this very short-term view, it's the same thing here. It's a very short-term view on the future. He's gonna maximize our quarterly profits and burn the fucking house down. Yeah. In the process, yeah. right? We're we're really, we're really at a point where we're like, well, I mean, I'm pro-battered women in the sense that I want more battered women. Sure. Yeah. Like I am anti the arts, really? For why? What do we have? Fucking so many rich artists around yeah. that like this is a problem. Like, oh, fucking someone's making a fucking sculpture out of corn nuggets and getting rich on it. Like, this is not happening. Yeah. This isn't happening. You know, we, we don't want to value the arts as a society. We don't want to value women. Fucking yeah. 51% of the population. Ha I mean, really? Yeah. It's, it's fucking so many of us. So many of us. Just the idea that we would look at half of our population as a minority or lesser status is a fucking insult. It is an insult to us as human beings. Trump's administration removed the Spanish version of the White House website. Removing the Spanish version of the White House website is insulting. And I know that there's people in this country that are like, hey, my God, speak English. <laughs> and it's like, hey, guess what? Um, we don't have a national language. Right. Look it up, fuckwit. Look it up. We're a nation of immigrants. When you take away the second largest thing, that, I mean, it's just as insulting for the people in Canada if they remove the, the French stuff that they have up there, right? There's a there's a large portion of the population. I mean, I don't know how large, but a large enough that they need to make sure that French is their second language. Yeah. It's what they use. They use yep. those languages up there. It's just being a good government to your citizens. That's it. Just because somebody speaks Spanish doesn't mean they're illegal. We have a huge population of legal immigrants in this country that speak Spanish. And you're neglecting all of those people when you do this. True. But 
by doing this, we get to be more xenophobic and have you considered some of those people are brown and therefore don't count. <laughs> so counterpoint, motherfucker. That's really, that's the yeah, thing, no, right? Sure, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. This is a pandering to racist white people absolutely. who don't know. Absolutely. Right? It absolutely is. You can't look at this in any other way. And deleted pages on civil rights, LGBT rights, and climate change. I've heard that they just moved them because they were part of the old administration. Um, and that they're gonna they they're gonna change it or something like that. I'm gonna wait to see what happens there. I don't know because there was some people that sort of went back and forth in this in our community. And I do want to see the evidence of this. So sure, you know, if that is the thing that they're gonna have an LGBT page in the future, I'd love to see it. You know, you know that would be great. I would be very happy if there's a new civil rights page, please, an LGBT page, please. Um, and what was the other one? The climate change. Climate, uh, that's not gonna yeah, happen. That's not I, I, uh, that's not coming back. So. But it, but you know like. At the very least, and again, I'm not trying to be uncharitable if charity is warranted here, but so let's say you had an idea and you wanted to make sure that it was branded with your, you know, your fucking Trump. Sure, yeah. Were you in such a hurry to get rid of this particular page? That you had to get rid of it before you were able to code it. Couldn't you just say, well, leave it up well, that's and then the we're going to change it? Right. That's what, you know, yeah, they just tear it down and then tear it we down. have nothing we'll to replace it with. Well, wait, we're going to, we're going to actually, we don't like these roads. So we're going to raise all the roads and then we're going to wait until we get the funding and figure out exactly where we want the new roads to go. Yeah. I can build a better road. So yeah. in the meantime, I've destroyed just, your road. Yeah. He overturned the ban on two major oil and gas projects. The protesters claim could contaminate water and destroy sacred land. This is the, uh, the Dakota, Dakota access, access pipeline. And he went ahead right away immediately. We're just going to go ahead and do it. There were some people on, on the Trump side that were totally against this when Obama was doing it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so where are you, where's curious, your voice now? I'm curious if there, if there is some sort of uproar based on that. Cause I know when Obama was in office, they were like, look, this weakling president won't do anything about it. Oh, good Lord. You know, so. He ordered a total media blackout on the Environmental Protection Agency, the Department of Agriculture and Health and Human Services. He also imposed. I have such a problem. Me too. This. Those are our organizations. Those aren't yeah. his organizations. I'm, 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 I'm definitely I have a huge problem with that, man. The, the, the moment the moment the uh, authority from above tells any organization or any agency when and where and how they get to speak to the media like this. And then they order a fucking straight blackout. Yeah. That, I mean, that is, that is straight dictatorial. Yeah. It is it again. I mean, I, I'm going to talk about this a lot, but that, that really undermines the necessary transparency that a democracy requires in order for it to continue to be a democracy. If we don't have transparency, if we don't have communication, if we don't know what our agencies are doing, if those agencies aren't free to talk to the people, we no longer have a functioning democracy. We, and don't fucking write me and tell me we have a republic. You know what I fucking mean. Yeah. We no longer have a goddamn democracy in place at all. What we have is a dictator in chief. And we have built an entire foundational set of principles and documents and culture on an idea that we won't accept this. Yeah. That we won't allow for this. And a media blackout like this feels very much like step one. Yeah. Right. Because right. this is the first nine days. Yeah. Step one. And it shouldn't be called a blackout. It should be called an alt right out. <laughs> let's let's get this correct. An alt white out. <laughs> a hiring and regulatory freeze across government agencies, except for the military. Mm, no surprise. That's no surprise. No he surprise. said he was going to do course. that, and and uh, and they thought the government was a uh, was bloated. 
The Republicans would do that anyway. Um, but of course, he's exempting the military in other places. It's 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 it's, it's provisional. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. it, they say it is, but it's provisional. It's choosing yeah, exactly. And some public safety sectors. President Trump drafted orders to temporarily suspend America's refugee intake with an indefinite ban on Syrians. He lost that last night. He, so, well, but he only sort of lost. Yeah. So you had to have an existing visa. Yeah. If you don't have an existing visa, the ban stands. Yeah. But again. He did lose. You yeah, know, that's he, a, he that's a loss. Yeah, he that's did a lose. loss. And he he put something in, in into place that is that was not constitutional. So I want to read the first part of a story because you know I think there are people that 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 hear something like this and they don't they don't really have there's a humanity element to this that I that I want to read. This comes from uh, the Telegraph, um, and this this talks about some of the people that are being denied entry, um, and I think it's important to to understand and to note. Some of the people here are that, that are denied entry. Um, there, there's a guy, um, what's his name? Uh, Darwash, Khalid, Ham, Hamid Khalid Darwish. And, and I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. And I'm, I'm sorry that I am. Um, so this is a guy who um, was granted a visa. He spent a decade, a fucking decade, working for us in Iraq in a wartime um, as a translator um, for the 101st Airborne in Baghdad and Mosul. So we're talking about a guy who woke up every morning, risked his life and his family's life um, in, in terrifying ways. He spent 10 years doing that. Then he spent three years being vetted for a visa, even after he spent a decade of his time and his life and risked himself yeah, for yeah. our interests, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. All of that. This motherfucker gets denied of, gets denied entry into the United States. This guy. Yeah. What did he do? You know, I don't deserve to be here. You want to talk about deserving to be here? Sure. What did I do? Yeah. I woke up a baby here. Yep. That's what I did. I shat my fucking diaper yep. in America. That's why I get to have, you know, fluorescent lights to sit under and clean and safe drinking water because I don't live in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. This motherfucker, this guy earned that shit. And why? Because he's fucking Muslim and brown and he comes from Iraq. He who spent a fucking decade of his life risking himself for us. Yeah. He gets shat on. No, it's 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 a horrible thing. It's It's really ridiculous. And... Uh, like we said, the the ACLU has already taken this to task. They're already they're already took it to court. Right. They already made sure that the people with visas could get in because they were just going to let those people. They're like, no, right, and oh, because you know because we selected these countries. So there's been some pushback against this already. But it, you know, it's one of those things that you're like, you know, sometimes it's a little bit too late. This is this is a this is not a good way to 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 handle your immigration policy. No, not at all. And I want to tell one other quick story. I read a story about a woman who, um, you know, she'd been living in the United States for seven years. She owned property, everything else here in the States. This was her home. She went back to Tehran. She was going to spend a week or two in Tehran visiting some family and come home. She goes to Tehran. This shit happens. She can't get back. She's like, well, I have a, I have home. I have, I, have a, I have a mortgage payment. She's like, my car is parked at the airport. What happens to my life? Like, she literally, she's like, who's going to take care of my dog? All of it, all of everything. Because she's on vacation. She made a week's worth of plans. Now she fucking guess what? Now you live in Tehran. A, Hope you have no resources. Have a there. lifetime of plans now to make. Right. Yeah. He also announced plans to halve America's asylum program. He drafted plans to suspend new visas for people from Iraq, Iran, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and Yemen. Now Saudi Arabia is not on that list. Oh yeah. I wonder if anybody ever came to from Saudi Arabia to the United States, maybe in an airplane and hmm. flew it into a couple of fucking buildings. I want to point out too uh, how badly the other side attacked Hillary for having ties for Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like, like if 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 you guys, if if that side, if the other side, 
the fucking toads or whatever those guys are, the Pepe's, <laughs> those fucking dudes had a fucking an ounce of fucking a credibility in anything that they said, they would be they'd be attacking him for not they'd putting be Saudi, Arabia, about uh, Saudi Arabia on the yeah. list. But instead, they're all jerking off onto their own faces with with pictures of Trump over their eyes because they love they love everything he does and they, he can't do anything wrong. Do you know, be consistent. If you don't like Saudi Arabia because they're awful and they're full of terror because they, they worked with Hillary. They're also still awful and full of terror now. Now, right. They yeah. didn't stop Did just, something because, change? just because Trump got in office. Right. So, you know, be fucking consistent. The president also drafted a plan to open CIA black sites around the world to reintroduce torture as an interrogation technique. This is an atrocity. This is a national embarrassment. We're not better than torture. We're not. Yeah, it's, it's outrageous that we talked about this years ago when this I, I, when this happened, how how awful this is, what what this what this makes us look like. And, you know, it's hard to look, look better uh, right now, or it's hard to look worse right now because of, you know, the buffoon in chief, but this is absolutely horrifying. We're pro-torture again. This is where we're at again. We're fucking, we're having this national conversation about whether or not like, yeah. oh, how we can shock, how much can we shock people's genitals? Yeah. I mean, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Like anything that Obama did that had to torture in it, I was against it. I'm against torture hundred percent of the time in torture. all circumstances, all torture. Get rid of it. It's outrageous. Yeah. President Trump moved to redirect allocated federal funds to start building a $20 billion wall on the southern border. It's the lowest that uh, border crossings for illegal immigrants. It's the lowest in history right now. It's been the lowest. It's it's been going down for years and years and years. Most people don't come into the country illegally that way anyway. It's just. It's just not how they don't. Yeah. This what this border is, is a symbol. This border, all this border, all this wall is, is a symbol to the racists in America to say, see, see, that's what it is. We got your back, racists. You know, look look at all the times that walls have been, has there ever been a wall, and I mean this, has there ever been a wall constructed along a border that did not turn out to be a national fucking disgrace? Don't, Don't we have, don't we have beloved video and audio of Reagan, the fucking darling of the Republican yeah, Party, absolutely. saying, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Don't we know by now that walls are a bad idea? It's a it's a useless symbol. It's a waste of money. We're willing to spend this much money on this, but not on, you know, battered women. And yeah. it's and it's a tiny fraction of money that you'd be spending on that in comparison to this. And who's going to get the contracts? Right. And we're jerking off that. that the president won't take us $400,000 a year and spend $20 billion building a symbol wall, a symbol of racism. After Mexico again refused to pay for that wall, Trump tweeted a suggestion to the Mexican president that he cancel their upcoming meeting. He did. That's nice. That's tweeted. That's very formal. They tweeted. He tweeted to another world leader. Hey, dinner party is canceled. Yeah. No spirit cooking at my house tonight. (laughs) Trump then flagged a 20% tax on imported Mexican goods in order to recoup the cost of the wall. You realize, Trump, you fucking moron, that when you put a tax on that, they're going to up their price to cover the tax, and we're still going to pay for the wall. It's just not going to come out of tax dollars now. It's going to come out of imported tax dollar money later. They're not going to fucking be like, oh, oh, guess, guess you up the, tar- the, t- the taxes so we won't up our prices. No, people who buy that shit that we're importing, we're going to pay for it. Yeah. Oh, now my shit's more expensive. Well, that sucks. That's all it is. Oh. It just made shit more expensive. Thanks, dick. Yeah. You know, and it's not like you're not going to find You're not going to find it cheaper made here for 20% more, right? It's still going to be more expensive made here for a lot of that stuff. So 
that 20% is still going to be tacked on. It's just going to make it more expensive, but yep. it's going to be the same thing. And you're still going to buy it because it's still probably going to be the cheapest thing out there. But now we're just paying more for it. And we're paying for the wall. That's how it works, man. So we're paying and then we're paying and then we're yeah. paying. President Trump announced that he will publish a weekly list of crimes committed by immigrants. This is the most egregious and repulsive part of yeah. what Trump did this last week. Let's say it's we something. Spent, we spent almost four minutes getting to this point in this video. And this is the part that makes me want to gag when I hear about it. It's so repugnant. It's so awful. It's so, it's just, it, it just, it just burns me up. It makes me feel sick to my stomach that we are going to be producing a list of people. And this is, and we looked into this, this is in sanctuary cities only. They will be looking at all the people who do crimes that are illegal immigrants, and they will be taking a list of those people and they will be publishing it. This is a way to demonize immigrants and to galvanize us against immigrants. Where is the rest of those things? We looked it up earlier, talking earlier about how many people were killed in October, right? We found a, a site, a site that was anti-immigration. Yeah, it was aggressively Aggressively anti-immigration that listed all the crimes that illegal immigrants did. We found one from October. They, they had them on bullet points. 2006, here's the illegal immigrants violent crime list. And we looked through in October, there was one, a guy, awful, choked his girlfriend to death. Terrible, terrible situation. Sure. Monster of a human being. That same month, over 70 people were shot dead in Chicago. That same month, uh, there was 300 plus shootings in Chicago. Yep. The best you could do in the entire country for a whole month was find one guy who committed a murder out of 11 million plus people. That's the best you could do. I bet you could take a subsection of people, no matter who they are. And come up with more than that. Yeah, right? Take any any group, any demographic, identify them in almost any way other than toddler. Yeah. Put 11 million there of them into the group. There were shot people than I, that. I bet that's true. Yeah. I bet that that's actually true. Yeah. If you take 11. Toddlers are evil, yeah. man. They fucking want to <laughs> shoot you. Yeah, I don't think we have a problem when it's one out of 11 million once a month committing a crime. This is this is a, and we looked at some other statistics that suggested, and we didn't vet them too hard, but I, uh, so I want to make a note of that, yeah. that suggested that the, the actual crime rate um, for illegal immigrants is lower than for citizens. Yeah. So we didn't vet that real hard, but we did notice it a number of places when we were looking at some, some information earlier yeah. today. We also noticed that the poverty line is way higher for illegal immigrants than it is for citizens. Uh, so they're poorer and commit less crimes. There's poor, they're, they're, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, well, you know, we're, we're going to publish this list with no context, right? We're going to take this list and we're going to say, these are the bad immigrants, but we're not going to list against all the, the ratio of bad other people in this country. The other people that did bad things, right? Sure. I don't want to call them bad people, right? Because, again, you know, there's a lot of reasons why people get arrested for things. They may or may not it's have not had murder, bad right? intentions, yeah, right? It's not all murders yeah. either. And, and sometimes you just fucking do something wrong. That happens. But now we're going to be focusing on it. And that's fucking scary. What scares me, Cecil, is making lists of kinds of people we don't like. Yeah. Who makes lists of the kinds of people they don't like? Fascists. You know who makes those lists? Exactly. That's I'm page sorry. Three. That's I, page I don't three. like yeah. I really don't want to be that guy because I feel like we've been railing against people who've been that guy. But like like we're talking about a Muslim registry. We're talking about bans on on certain kinds of people from certain places. We're talking about making actual lists of the undesirables. Yeah. We're making lists of undesirables again in this country. Yeah. 
We can't do this. We cannot do this. We have got to be better than we this. We can't do that because we don't have the kind of train system <laughs> oh, God, that, that the Nazis had. We can't put immigrants in cars like that. We Trump, you have to fix the infrastructure before you do this. There's steps to this. I disagree. There are steps to this. If they're Mexican, you can put them all in one car. <laughs> Oh, oh fuck. Well, that wraps up this week. I'm so sad. It's a sad week. It's a sad week. We 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 enjoy your hate mail. Um, we love your tears when you cry about Trump. So send them to us if you're going to cry about him and you're going to be super sad and butthurt that we talked about how fucking horrible his policies are. Please send us your email. We love we love reading it. I actually masturbate to it. I love it. <laughs> so send that along. Um, that's going to wrap it up, though. It is for this week. Um, Here we go, buddy. Next week. Maybe we'll have week. Is this a weekly thing? Oh God, I don't How know. much more damage if can this, he do? If this guy keeps doing it, maybe it is. Maybe. Maybe mm. it is. But we're going to, we're going to, we want to thank this, this project, uh, the project on uh, just for coming up with all this stuff. It's a great video to take a look at. So we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.